Hi lovely listener, Aoife here. Just before you start this episode, wanted to drop in and say, how cringe. This episode got a copyright notice. I know, I know, I know, I know. We fought the machine of capitalism and I guess we lost. So this is just a little warning to say if there's a weird edit in the middle of the episode where it sounds like a One Direction song is going to play and then it doesn't, you can blame capitalism. Okay, enjoy. Welcome back to Midnight Memories. I'm Aoife. I'm Ali. And today we have Jasmine. Yay! Hi! I'm so excited to be here. Um, Yes, listeners, it is just she, hers tonight. Harry Casey is working. Boo! Boo! Boo. Capitalism! Boo! Um, this should be our jobs. Yeah, right. Um, if anybody wants so, to, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please, please, please. Um, but so yeah, it's just us, and we're going to be talking about story of my life, second single from Midnight Memories. But obvs, we'll get to that much later because we want to get to know our new bestie Jasmine a little bit. Yes, of course. I'm so excited. So you have been like on my for you pages or my youtube pages for like a hot while so why don't we like start with what your content is so other people might be like oh my god it's her i know her too well i actually used to have a youtube channel that was just dedicated to one direction called hey angel where everything kind of started for me and that's how i kind of pulled in an audience of fangirls primarily Um, And then I stuck to that route once I started studying music business in just like university and have just like a normal YouTube channel where I talk about pop culture and music and being a fangirl. So I do talk about One Direction a lot because they're a huge part of my life growing up. So I love to still cover them and do videos about them. But anything really that has to do with the music industry and pop culture and like my faves and the people I stand, I talk about on my channel. So I would love to have more people come and watch me for sure. (laughs) yes um and so oh my god I had wait I had a question that I forgot it so that was really great journalism with me (laughs) (laughs) so with yeah literally um so with One Direction you got into them in 2011 I see on the little form that we make everybody do Mm -hmm. and so you said you were studying music business and so was being a One Direction fan and watching them be treated like horrible horribly did that inspire you to want to be like somebody's manager (laughs) yeah it really did no because like growing up in the fandom and that was always such a huge thing for people like talking about how their management was like shitty and they were being overworked and mistreated actually did like a full length like 50 minute video about their mistreatment called like the dark side of one direction which is probably my most viewed video yet and I was originally studying journalism, but then I started to get more into making my content and like um, talking with people openly about the music industry and people like One Direction's mistreatment. So that inspired me a lot to like do something about it and like yeah. it made such a passion for wanting to like change the industry. So I would say I credit One Direction a lot for like how I ended up studying what I do. And I think that's really cool. I think that's always yeah. going to be a huge part of me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And like giving the next generation of boy bands or girl bands like mental health oh my god no (laughs) letting them be healthy exactly (laughs) I think but there's so many more conversations these days too in like boy band and girl group culture about like the behind the scenes yeah Yeah. because that's like even little mix when they've just gone on their hiatus now but all of them seem to be like genuinely upset about it but they're like we need a break like I can't do this forever I have to go like raise my children and live my life exactly Um, but yeah. I thought I watched your like recent video on like the history of boy bands mm-hmm. yeah. and I thought it was like really interesting at the end where you were like and now there's none and what is the future for boy bands because it's so like known now what the formula is and what the mistreatment is and now mm-hmm. are people just like oh well let's not 
do that but then it's like imagine a world without boy bands like I wouldn't have had a personality (laughs) oh my god no literally zero personality no social skills like Mm -hmm. nothing to fixate on I think it's crazy that we're like in a time now where there's no huge boy band like the culture definitely changed a lot yeah yeah because I I think I like don't get the BTS thing here quite as much they're not as big Mm -hmm. really in Ireland oh they're not they're not like they have fans but like you wouldn't hear about them so much yeah I think that there is like a slight generational thing with BTS this is like the only thing I'm like am I old because we're kind of like zillennials right like I'm 25 and so I can like pick and choose the parts of Gen Z or millennial culture that I like but I feel like people who are like really Gen Z got BTS and I was still yeah. clinging to One Direction, like no, that's, and no, then you that's just turn so around one day and you're like, "Who is this? What is this?" Yeah, I'm like, "Who are yeah. these guys?" <laughs> yeah, I definitely stayed with One Direction too after, like, because I know a lot of people switched over during the hiatus and stuff, but mm. <laughs> still going strong. Yeah, me, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting, yeah. even though, oh my god, it just feels farther and further away every time Liam Payne wakes up in the morning and lives his life. <laughs> it just feels like every day he's making it harder for One Direction to reunite what are they gonna talk about I know right I like, can't imagine him and Harry Styles in the same room like no like what the conversation did they about ever what? talk about is what I want to know like what were the conversations I can imagine like Niall and Harry getting on very well yeah but I'm yeah. just like what were the other conversations had like I just I don't know I can't picture them all in the one room together having fun yeah that's true they like in their solo careers have developed such like set in stone different things that it, then imagining them coming back together it's like yeah. what? Yeah. um because yeah in one day news this week boo <laughs> tomato tomato absolutely oh, Liam uh some Liam update accounts started posting photos of him and what they assumed was his fiance Maya and then she commented on them and said girlies that's not me please delete <laughs> this this is hard enough to have lived through I don't need to see it on a fan account and now he's with some other person who I actually don't know what her name is which is bad of me yeah but... I have no idea yeah and I saw so videos awesome. of them in the airport together like walking around holding hands and shit mm. <laughs> Like if you're one of the people who's tweeting like hashtag support Liam Payne, hashtag free Liam as if it's bad management that makes him uh, not have any respect for women. Like I beg you, put your phone down for literally half an hour. It's going to change your life. Like go outside no, once go outside. Feel the like, sun on your face. Take a drink. <laughs> like, it's just so much. Yeah. Oh my God. I like, I think I like quote tweeted it like the other day or something and I don't know what I was just like oh my god this is so bad or something like that but someone replied to it being like oh that fan is so in the wrong for sharing that like it's clearly not Maya and I was just like why are you getting into a scrap with me like if I looked at that for two <laughs> seconds I also would have just assumed it was Maya because I'm not going to yeah. assume that Liam's a big fat cheater that's mm-hmm. true he but he is yeah. I was very surprised when like the first initial reaction was people trying to like defend him and I've noticed that a lot like when something <laughs> happens the first reaction is to be like well let's find a way to make this not true and that's right. not helpful I'm Dude. like no he's just trash yeah yeah. yeah there's no coming back from that first it was the NFTs now it's the cheating like <laughs> not the NFTs he is a red flag absolutely it's worse it's worse and worse yeah, there was also the whole thing where he was like tweeting about supporting Elon Musk's like uh, mental health. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And that was a mess. It just gets worse and worse every day. Yeah. And I, I saw a TikTok literally this morning of somebody's Instagram DMs with him where he's like looking for her Snapchat and stuff. And like, yeah. For really? me, any, anyone over like the age of like 22 that has a Snapchat, there's something wrong there. Oh my goodness. I didn't even like, know that. Yeah. And like, I think the girl was young so now I'm like oh are we is is this is it happening now is Liam is, oh. is are, are the dms coming out is Liam gonna get cancelled for real yeah. stay I, tuned I, I guess find, like find a way to defend that too like how are you gonna literally and they yeah. will they the, will try. They yeah. do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I unfollowed him <laughs> par moves he still follows Ali but she doesn't follow him do you have his follow yeah but I don't follow him anymore that is so iconic though like I literally sent a screenshot to Aoife as like this feels so powerful (laughs) 
<laughs> the fact that he's not going to unfollow you too is just I know like, <laughs> it's so powerful I can just go on a stage and look at that yeah <laughs> yeah great to be a Harry fan he doesn't do anything like this slay we slay yes. um yes. <laughs> and guys so we're gonna like prove something to you all today every week we come on this podcast and we slag louis tomlinson but it comes from a place of love <laughs> jasmine is a louis girl i am a louis like full-heartedly 100 percent till the day i die so here i am living proof <laughs> representation yeah i'm very happy to be representing the louis nation yeah we are so mean to louis on this podcast <laughs> in like a funny irish slagging him off kind of way i guess like we, yeah. i don't know if he's music i don't know if he does um but if i were to pick one of them to go on a night out with it would be Louis. It's absolutely. See, and that says a lot about <laughs> yeah. you. You know what I mean? Absolutely like, it's not like, Louis. <laughs> yeah. Right. Loving him as a person, but not vibing with the music. Like, that exists and it's okay. And we should be allowed. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> we don't have either of those things for Liam, so. <laughs> well, yeah, that's different. <laughs> Liam is just like, oh, all together. We are real yeah. haters when it comes to Liam. Yeah. We don't claim him anymore. Like, he's like a talented singer. So it like sucks that he can't like Thank figure you. out his music or whatever. Yeah. Like my <laughs> psychoanalysis of him is just that, like, through watching stuff for this podcast, I think that he just had no clue who he was when he came out of One Direction and so became like a caricature of a guy who leaves a boy band and now just is that guy. And That's sucks. That's yeah. way to put it, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like he just was like, oh, what are the people who I find cool do? Oh, yeah. Like, and like even like the way he like speaks about women in his songs and obviously treats women in his real life. Like we're in One Direction, like they might've been singing about like, having sex or whatever saying about getting girls but it was like always with a kind of twist of like empowering you and Liam's music is just derogatory like that complete opposite yeah yeah which I mean it kind of worked for him because he does have like that cult cult following that followed him out of One Direction so I feel like no matter what he does he's always gonna Mm -hmm. be good and that's like scary (laughs) <laughs> yeah but they all have such a lot of cult following so like louis oh, yeah. you guys are a little cult little louis oh, no, <laughs> I, think they the every cult. I think so too it's like the you thing, that the louis are like the biggest cult oh yeah more so than harry's i think yeah they're very intense they have a lot of love for him well, I say they, like I'm not a Louis. We, <laughs> yeah. we have a lot of love for him. So. Yeah. And then I'm like, scared to ask this question, but like, are you a Larry? Because I know like a lot of his fans are Larry's. I used to be a really big Larry, but I don't really like, you know, keep up anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I feel like it would be impossible now with TikTok though anyway, because there's just so fucking much Larry stuff. Mm-hmm. like there's yeah. so many people making videos that you can't you can't actually stay on top of any of the theories anymore because I feel like back in the day like I'm not a Larry but like I, I love to like keep up with like what people say <laughs> yeah that's so interesting then. yeah I get recommended <laughs> no. a lot of it like even on Twitter because of my really? likes it'll be like do you want to see this theory about Louis's new profile picture and I'm like <laughs> and yes, I do. Stuff, yeah and I'm like <laughs> I'm like no I don't and yet I read <laughs> yeah I love how we're like, we're not Larry's, but we do like read every single Larry. I was going to say, that's so interesting. I've never met so, like, a stan like that. That's like keeping up with what's going on. Oh my God, yeah. I so do. Like if I get a TikTok, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. But I'm also like, I'm going to watch all three minutes. Yeah. And then send it to me and I'll watch it. As well. And then I'll send it to Eva. I'm like, this is so stupid. Yeah. I think yeah. The part of my, my content in the beginning was because I was a Larry and I made videos about well, mainly TikToks and like I talked about them a lot. And I don't mm-hmm. think I ever stopped being a Larry. I just stopped being super invested. Yeah. In yeah. Because it feels like a whole other like section of being a fan of either of them. Like it just feels yeah. like its own whole separate thing from like, yeah whatever persona they give out as a solo artist and whatever their music is it's just like a whole other thing we were going to do like a whole series on Larry and like really go in and go like Louis Theroux on Larry but then we didn't (laughs) (laughs) oh I was waiting yeah Yeah. no 
I'm like, lazy. That's all it is. It was I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take a lot to like cover. Yeah, to cover there. This is it. Maybe if we go into like a lockdown for monkeypox, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, Stop! Don't yeah. even say it out loud. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> Cut to. <laughs> oh yeah, God. Hopefully not. Um. But so what? Like, well, I guess being a Louis girl. Are your favorite One Direction songs like the songs he would have written on? But then that yeah, doesn't my- narrow it down because it's like most of <laughs> no, <one>. yeah, there's <laughs> a ton. My favorite One Direction album has always been Midnight Memories, and that is such a oh, like heavy on Louis songs album. Like he wrote yeah. so much of it. Um, and I learned he over still time- sings songs from this album, right? Yeah, he sings them on tour, like a lot, like Aww. Little Black Dress. He takes with him a lot, and I just learned that I just really like his writing style and the way that, especially in One Direction, like a lot of my favorite songs were done by him. Yeah. But that was just like a coincidence. Like oh. I liked him in the beginning and then I, like since 2011, I was a Louis girl. And then I kind of just grew into like really vibing with what he was doing and like That's nowadays. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's him. he's going to be like a millionaire forever. He can write a song. Right, like, yeah. We can oh, yeah. slag yeah. him for whatever we want, but man can write a song like. Yeah, he's right a banger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I wish more people talked about that. That's like a really cool thing to bring up I admire that yeah mm. absolutely yeah Slay. oh no I said it no <laughs> oh no it's begun oh, I, was, oh, I was doing <laughs> so well um oh yeah and you've you so you've seen them all oh my gosh you've seen them all solo yeah except for Zane well who has <laughs> oh, yeah true but that doesn't so, really count I feel like nobody's yeah seen solo. yeah oh my god yeah. when did you see oh. them all then um, I've seen Harry a few times now just because he's toured like here. He tours, I guess, the most and like the most widely, yeah. maybe probably like Yeah. Um, and I saw Louis, I've seen Louis twice now too, because I went on his tour, but I saw him at this like random show that he did in California a few years ago. Um mm-hmm. I saw Liam's like in 2018 when oh, I went. No. It was like one of those concerts where there's like multiple artists performing together and oh, Liam yeah, was there. Too. So I saw him. And then I saw Niall on his tour as well. Yeah. Which was Aww. nice. I really liked that show. I'm so sad that his second one got canceled. His yeah, second- you were getting a tour. Oh, oh yeah, with like Lewis Capaldi. Right? Yeah. Oh, that would have been so good. Oh man. Yeah. I hope they do it. I hope they bring it back. That would be so fun. It would be iconic. Oh my god, the two of them are so funny together. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Somebody yeah. would get hospitalized for drinking like out of the two of them if they wanted oh my to. God. <laughs> <laughs> literally it would be it's actually a dangerous duo like yeah it would have been fun though oh yeah i would have i would have flew over <laughs> i've also seen um i've seen one direction twice as a band during their last two Amazing. tours which is really memorable yeah Fantastic. for where we are ultra yeah both of them oh my God, who are your openers um for on the road again it was icona bob which was <laughs> oh my god wow yeah and i don't even remember who opened for them on where we are when i was seeing them i can't remember because we always get different openers yeah Yeah. i'll never forget the ultra opener i was at that belfast show that got cancelled which is i know a big part of larry culture yeah oh my god that's crazy i'm a celebrity i'm a celebrity (laughs) oh you are Um, you supposed to go yeah Wait, were you like there when it in the announcement no I was like there and I had queued from like 6 30 in the morning and then this guy comes out like the openers played that's why I'm like I'll never forget who opened for them those days um and then yeah this guy came out and was like they're sick they're not coming and everybody was like this is such a weird joke why are they like opening us like this and then he was like no I'm serious cut to the entire odyssey arena well now I guess the SSC arena booing this manager guy oh no (laughs) yeah I would have booed him too that's so upsetting though that you waited the whole time but that is like a a whole big like lore in Larry like the yeah so what 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 like is the lore there do people think that it's related to Freddy is it where the whole thing is there was like the do you guys know like the rainbow bears right there was yeah. like a whole thing going oh, on at yeah. that time where they had like a countdown going on and everyone thought something big was gonna happen and mm. um there was like all this stuff just all the 
stuff going on behind the scenes at the time was literal madness so then the show got canceled and everyone was like oh they're beefing with their management or something happened with the kid and um Louis ended up like leak home getting leaked and people were like oh Louis leaked home to fight back and just like all this stuff and then they like dropped the perfect what was it perfect music video or something like that they dropped a music video and everyone was thinking it was some kind of big dispute between them and their management behind the scenes yeah oh what a time to be alive I miss that drama people are like oh my god Harry's house got leaked I'm like girls you you don't know when there was actual drama and crazier things have happened 2015 Mm -hmm. was wild ah yeah I the only drama I knew about the Belfast thing was the late the Liam thing that was the rumor I heard where like Liam got in a fight or Liam was drunk or something they told us that Liam had food poisoning food poisoning no no now we know he was being pushed up against a wall by Harry Styles boots the house down Harry don't remove those hands he will do nothing there is a high likelihood you will in fact use them again. Yeah that was like the at the time and then because they rescheduled it whatever day of the week it was meant to be on they rescheduled it for later that week I don't even remember what days it was now. But like I went back and like queued again all day and so their security were out and we were like what happened the other day what happened the other day and they were just like making it out that Liam was like throwing up and like shitting everywhere and it was just like <laughs> on but then I thought whenever he was doing interviews after he was solo and talking about having like an alcohol problem I was like oh well he was definitely just too drunk to go on stage is what I have put it to yeah that makes a lot of sense I've heard about his maybe like, multiple things are true at once who knows because like yeah no that's it's like crazy. not a Larry but the, there's those bears are very juicy no, that was the whole, that was the other thing. Like there was just so many things going on at once. That everyone was like, why is this connected? Cause the bears like started a countdown and they were yeah. like, and the, there was an article that released early about Louis having his baby and everyone was like, what the fuck? And, oh my God. It was just the craziest day. I'll never forget. Oh. <laughs> what was that like September, October, 2015? I think it was October because I was at university Yes, I was queuing at 6am when I was at university for One Direction and I do again. <laughs> um, and I had, yeah, it must have been the end of October because I had a job and I was like, yeah, I remember being really stressed in work being like, I have one other day off this week and if One Direction love me, they'll schedule the concert to be on that day. <laughs> and they it? did! Yeah, okay, see that's so, good. Sl- not, not that word, oh, not no, this no, word. No. Good job. <laughs> See, listener, I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning and growing. Early <laughs> but surely. Yeah. Um, okay, amazing. I don't think there's any other like current 1D news, like Niall and Louie, unproblematic. Harry, Harry's house is oh, out. Oh, what did you think of what did you think of Harry's house? Because this is the first episode we're recording since it came out, other than like our review of it. Oh, yeah. I love Harry's house. I think it sounds so different than the other things that he's worked on mm-hmm. um, in like this fresh and new way. And it made me so excited because the production he did on the album was crazy. And I'm in love with it. I really love it. What are you guys' like favorite songs? Oh, um, I love Daylight. Oh, I love Keep Driving. And Keep oh, Driving. Keep Driving's keep in my driving. top five. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel really like I want to bring favorite. it up, but then I'm if I look at the track listing, I'm just gonna be like, I love all of the songs and just list them in order. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I think it was just very experimental and I'm really proud of him for like doing that mm. with his sound. And mm-hmm. it's gonna chart so well. Like there's so many people all over TikTok already using like half the album as a sound. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, but I saw his projected sales and I'm just like constantly like flabbergasted by how little people sell anymore I just think that like the move to the streaming era is so crazy I think he was projected like maybe max 300k units wow and but everything else is streams like he right. did like nearly 100 million streams in the first day and then and it's just crazy yeah the last so- person to sell a million copies of an album was Taylor Allison Swift ah oh, queen as yeah. she should. that Reputation. is so <laughs> but it wasn't on streaming so like of course of course everybody had to buy it um yeah. I would just love yeah. if Harry shipped my album that would be great 
Yes, I would love to receive my as it was hand numbered single by whichever factory worker that is hand numbered. We're gonna get when I bought it, I thought it would be by Harry, but I don't think that it is. Two years time, Aoife, we will get them. Update, we did not in fact get them. Instead, they sent us copies of the album, so thanks, I guess. Also, Ali's pre-order of one of the vinyl box sets was cancelled because they oversold it. Now, listener, tell me this. How do you oversell a pre-order? Shaking my head. Yeah, his merch is like a struggle. That's the one thing about Harry, I'd say. The merch is like not the best. It's ugly and it doesn't come. (laughs) Right. I don't don't own a single. I'm a Harry and I don't own a single piece of merch except for the albums. Because I just can't justify it because it's so fucking ugly. It yeah. is so like, ugly. <laughs> even in a souvenir kind of way, like I, I don't even plan. If I don't plan to buy anything at tour, when we get the fucking well, t-shirts, Ali, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I'll well, you're gonna be coming home with three t-shirts because we've got we're going to a bunch of dates of Love on Tour, and we've oh. got VIP for a lot of them, so we're gonna get all of these probably really ugly t-shirts. I'm enjoying using this text to speech thing today. Hey, hey. Anyway, we did not in fact get t-shirts. Not very slay. We'll do a proper recap of Love on Tour Goss for Yous in the next episode when Ali comes back from her holidays. Oh, I yeah. like putting on Depop. Yeah. True. Somebody will buy them. Try. Somebody will buy them. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's 250 euro pajamas. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just, it's going to be so, it's just going to be the album cover in like fucking neon. Yeah. Or just like the Love on Tour poster. In, in some the, ugly in colors. Oh, yeah. Christ. So pajamas is. yeah well and so before we get into talking about story of my life if this is your favorite album what are your other favorite songs on midnight memories oh yeah it is my <laughs> i just said that it was my favorite album I <laughs> you're like um, oh my god she's stalking me <laughs> absolutely love happily something great i have tattooed on my yeah, body happily it's our best ah, song ah, <laughs> yeah. we're big happily great. girls that's one of my favorites <laughs> Yeah, so good. And Something Harry's great, mind. So underrated. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I have something great lyrics on me. So I have to say that that's like my favorite One Direction song of all time. Um, a lot of people associate me with something great. They tell me online all the time. So that's cool. <laughs> oh, I love, I love that. Yeah, because it's just always been my number one favorite and I never stop talking about it. So that's another one. I think Story of My Life is honestly one of my favorite singles that they've ever released. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like so strong for like the general public and not just. Yeah, agree. Well, then, yeah, let's start talking about the song. Um, yeah, so second single from Midnight Memories was, of course, Story of My Life. And yeah, like they always had great ballads on their albums, but I feel like this is the first time they were like, we're going to release one of the good ballads. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Gotta Be You was their first ballad release <laughs> and one of the so worst sorry. songs ever written in oh my the God. world. I'm so glad that you agree on that. I can't <laughs> Gotta Be You. Like, we hate it. Yeah. Okay, this is a safe space for Gotta Be You haters. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah and... Is. This is the first single that they all wrote on as well. Cause like, mm-hmm. that's like the big narrative with this album was we're like, their, their thing always was, we're not like other boy bands, but this one was like a, no, really we're not. We write our own music and it's really good as well. So yeah. take that. All that other is boy crazy bands. <laughs> that there, there's like two whole eras were like given to them and they didn't write anything. That's so crazy to think yeah. about. Yeah. Absolutely. This is when they won me back over, though. Like, it's taking yeah. home kind of hit or miss, wasn't it? But then, mm-hmm. yeah, and like w- when we went through "Take Me Home" on this podcast, I don't know if it's good. I think I said that in an episode recently. When I when, when I think of that album now, I don't think of it the same way I did before we did sure. this podcast. It's floppy. Yeah. Um. But this song, yeah, I think I agree. One of their best single choices. One of their best videos. I don't know if it's my period or if it's just a great video, but I just cried watching it before this podcast. It's great. No, it is. I think it's so special that they like got their families involved, like with the music video. I think that was really unique and special that they got to like be a part of something and something that's going to be like there forever. You know what I mean? So yeah, it is really special. 
Oh, and it was just... Every time I watch it, do you know the bits where they have, like, the the family and they're really still? Every time I've watched this music video, I'm always just, like, trying to see, like, if they move. I'm like, have they actually (laughs) closed them or are they just... Were they directed to be really still? I still haven't cracked it. Wait, that was <laughs> such a good question. I'm never going to stop thinking about that. Yeah, because Zayn's sister doesn't look like she's actually frozen. She kind of looks like she's moving a little bit. So I'm like, oh, wow, maybe they are just really good at being still. Hmm, I wonder if that was awkward to film. <laughs> yeah. Standing I know, there. right? I think I just watched the like uh, behind the scenes thing that was there for the video and I think they had like green screen poles so if anybody had like their arms up in the photo they didn't have to actually keep their arms up that long like they could rest oh, yeah. and then they would just edit it out which is like thank god because like imagine. Right. <laughs> yeah I couldn't do it oh, yeah no also just yeah. that, I hate this song <laughs> I love that just like by the way <laughs> that was a great place to say that <laughs> yeah I enjoyed the music video I think it's very cute it's very wholesome it's it's very like 1D announcing a new era like I don't know I think it's a good mm. time mm-hmm. but um I don't like the song I think it's kind of I don't know I just even at the time I was like this is kind of cringy <gasps> wow I've never like cringe met someone who doesn't yeah. like story in my life that's so yeah I, I and this is the song that I feel most guilty for not liking I'm sure yeah yeah because I text Eva just before we started recording and I was like by the way if I actually hate this song <laughs> don't be alarmed yeah don't be alarmed, but I, and I didn't I just didn't expect you to be like it's cringe yeah I don't think I even really have any formulated thoughts do you know when you just you know when you pick a celebrity that you just don't like like you with Sebastian Stan Aoife <laughs> this, this song is my Sebastian Stan oh like, then you really then it it you hate it then I just have no reason to not like this song and I just I just don't. I love the rest of the album. Actually, yeah. no, I'm a hater of Diana as well. I don't like Diana. <gasps> Me too. I hate Diana. Yes. I feel like yeah. Diana. Yeah, people get so um, mad at me when I say that because it's like the song about like saving the fans. And I'm like, okay, I get it. But yeah. <laughs> but it's also <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that next episode for now. Yeah. I story of my life. Also, just like the story of my life. <laughs> well, when you put it, like, uh, that's that's actually kind of funny. That actually now now I've got like a slight ick for the song. Imagine like, in one direction, go oh, story of my life. Story of my no, life. that is an ick. Oh my god. That's really <laughs> oh no, funny, I'm gonna actually. make everyone who listens hate this song. <laughs> but that's a very valid point that I never noticed. Like I always just was like, oh, and that's what the lyrics are. But now you've been like, no. This is what oh, the, the lyrics, lyrics are. are. The lyrics are kind of bad. Or maybe I just, maybe I'm singing them wrong. Let me look, let me look. Them imagine, up. imagine you look at the lyrics now and you're like, wait, this is genius. This is the best. You would have no, no idea so how much I do that. Story like that was one of the things I was going to like bring on to this podcast is talking about how lyrically strong the story of my life is. Uh, and you're like, the lyrics are just terrible. Oh my God. Now, so, I like, was it, is it like- <laughs> So I could be hearing this song completely wrong. Do you know that Bruno Mars song? locked out of heaven I think I, I've mentioned this before literally a year or two into that song existing I thought it was called locked in a headlock <laughs> well that changes things so a lot <laughs> I got it so wrong it's fantastic I'm, I'm reading the lyrics written in these walls yeah. are the stories that I can't explain I, I leave my heart open, but it her stays. Love she's broken. Sorry, yeah. Well, I just yeah. It is like a gaslighter anthem. <laughs> gaslighter. Anthem. But then they put their family in the music video. I'm like, what? What's going on? True. The music video doesn't really correlate to the lyrics, but I like. Them. I think. Well, there was actually like Ben Winston. Like, he s worded. He did a great job on the music video, and he gave a really nice quote in the behind the scenes where because for me what I think is so nice about the video is like there's a lot of nostalgia in One Direction songs whether it's like nostalgia of like an 80s sound or whatever kind of sound but I think that this song is like has a real emotional nostalgia and so the video really taps into that look at these look at like if I don't say the s word how intelligent I can sound (laughs) and so Ben has a quote where he says that the video is like the story of their life 
to see how people change over generations and whatever happens to you, however successful you become, you're still from the same place. Why didn't they just do it for home then? Mm, or why didn't they do like a good video for history at the end? But whatever. Oh, whatever she, I, guess. I like the history music video. Yeah. She's so sad. It is. But maybe that's why I don't like it. Maybe I'm like, it's the last one. And I want more. <laughs> I was just thinking the other day, I was watching the new Kardashian series in Lisa's house. And do you know how Ben Winston is a producer on it? I was just like, oh, yeah. oh my God, Ben Winston, like, do you know who he, he reminds me of like Ryan Murphy? I feel like I can spot things that he's done. <laughs> Just because they all look really similar. Like they, they, they're really clean, warm, nostalgic aesthetic. Yeah. And like I feel like anytime I'm watching something on TV now, I know when Ben Winston's involved. And it's because. Yeah. Of Wait, you're telling me Ben Winston was involved with the Kardashian reboot? Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> That's yeah. like the randomest thing I've ever heard. He popped up in yeah. the strangest of places. Like I actually should go on his Wikipedia because I watch things sometimes and I don't bother watch the credits and I'm like, oh, that looks like. Ben Winston's involved. Mm, yeah. yeah. It That's just has a Yeah, the whole nostalgic thing. They really, they're really going for it here. Yeah. And like reading the lyrics, do they make a lot of sense? Where he's like, I don't know if I like treat this girl very well, but she's left me and oh, can't believe she left me. Story of my life. I'll be written on my stone. Lean but I spend her love until she's broke. Inside. What does that mean? What does it mean? <laughs> Did I spend her love until she's broke inside walk so put a price on emotion looking for something to buy could run? Discuss. I want to get Ben on the podcast to break this song down. <laughs> no, this is why we needed them to do a track by track for every album and just go oh. about. Do you know what I really want? Do you know the video where Five Seconds of Summer rank their songs? I want that with <gasps> 1D. Oh my God. At, least, at least with like Harry and Niall and Louie because like they'd be funny doing it. Imagine. I'd love to see where they put this because I, I feel like I feel like they might hate this song. You think they hate Story of My Life? Harry likes saying it on yeah. tour in his solo career. Nah, I, I feel like they're going to, I know, this one's <laughs> dead to them, I think, now. When has Harry sung a, this? He sang it on his, like, first ever tour when he was doing the really small venues before he went on H-Lot, or whatever you call it, live on tour. He sang it like those shows yeah oh my god i can't believe i never knew that ah, fake fan fake fan <laughs> <laughs> um but i think it was like really pivotal for them because I, I remember it was such a thing of they were on bbc2 oh yeah and it was like <laughs> that means it's real music mm-hmm, that's serious and there was i went on the wikipedia for the song and there was a review that called the song and i quote surprisingly great <laughs> <laughs> great description yeah which is just the best backhanded compliment that anyone could receive um another great compliment to receive this song was on glee was, was it? Like on yeah glee? kurt and blaine sang this in season five episode 18 and that episode was written by roberto aguara sacasa whose name you might know because he created riverdale <laughs> Oh my god, no, this is too much information for me to unpack. Yeah, <laughs> we're too small. No, Wait, which, season, which season of Riverdale? The whole thing. No, he created Riverdale and he now owns like the rights to the Archie comics. Oh wow. Cool. His story with Riverdale is really interesting. Not to go on like a Riverdale tangent, but a hit so like the way I talk about wanting to make a Twilight TV show uh is his Riverdale. When he was in college. <laughs> He wrote a play called Archie Goes to New York, where Archie and Jughead go to New York to be gay together. And which I guess that was the plot of the play. And the day before it was supposed to open, the Archie comics people found out and shut it down because he didn't have any rights. And so he had to like change a bunch of stuff about it, but it still went on. But then he, yeah, was a TV writer, a comic writer, started writing, I think might've written for the Archie comics, but at whatever happened, at whatever point, he obviously got the rights, made Riverdale, and now, like, is the guy in charge of Archie Comics. You just said, obviously, like how Harry Styles says it, obviously. Did I? <laughs> yeah, you, you just said, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, end of Riverdale tangent. I just find that guy really interesting because I'm, because sometimes I'm like, this was your passion project of your life. 
and this is this is what you've chosen to do. Do you know? Right. This is what it's become. I mean, if he ended it with season one, it would have been grayish. Yeah, I've only that. seen season one. I haven't watched past that. <gasps> don't watch past it. I, I don't plan on it. See, I think <laughs> I, I watched all of season two and a little bit of season three. Yeah, and it's just like. I don't know what's going on in that show. Like, it's so strange. It's like a hundred shows in one. But season one, I would defend with my life. I think it's so good. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that the Riverdale pilot is one of the best teen pilots of my lifetime. The song, I will never forget the opening to Riverdale. It's so good. Tell me, I'm your baby. Yes, Saoirse Ronan. And Jill. (laughs) She's singing that song. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, neither Um, did I until that. Crazy. Saoirse Ronan can replace Liam Payne in the One Direction reunion. Oh Absolutely. <laughs> More would? Irish representation. Who actually would? Sean um, Mendes. Yeah, Sean. That's yeah, not a bad idea. That. that could be fun. Ed Sheeran. Oh my god, Ed Sheeran. That Any random shit. man off the street. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you win on this year's X Factor. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, imagine. <laughs> I take um, it. That's a pretty good prize. Yeah. And like whenever I was listening to this song today, I was like, what, like, why Liam is such a good singer and like he's giving such a lovely little performance on the song. And I just was like, why did you have to be be who you are? Right. <laughs> you know? He just yeah. doesn't know what his like. I feel like the everybody else in that band has found the genre that works for them as a solo yeah. artist. Yeah, and he really hasn't. And I feel like when you you know when you're a full album in, like, is he? Maybe he has two albums now, doesn't he? Liam, no. Like just LP one. Like one album in, he should be like half figuring out his shit. Like, mm-hmm. shouldn't be experimental now. Like. I've had people like telling me that he's he said that he hates his debut album and he wishes he could redo it so I mean I think he's in the same boat as everyone else he's like disappointed and you know which is interesting because like if he's gonna go for like you know strip that down kind of like club remixy bangers like that's a good genre to have because like you know not everyone goes down that route and if he actually just latched onto that and did it well it could be Mm -hmm. very cool because none of the others are doing that yeah it's like it's just very half-arsed so i don't know he's not could have been the next martin garrix but instead here we are yeah here we are story of his life story (laughs) of his story of his life (laughs) so ali do you like because i feel like this song is also really influenced by like mumford and sons and that kind of thing that was big at the time do you hate all of that as well ali or do you just hate this song i'm a hater We're getting somewhere. Um, yeah, I'm not a Mumford and Sons fan. I did like of Monsters and Men from that era. I thought they were fun. Oh yeah. Um, I like them. But yeah, like that sort of guitar-y, folky thing that was going on around this time wasn't really for me. So maybe that's mm. why I'm not crazy on this. That's it's- that's how I think through the dark sounds too, though. Like now that you say that, this album does. Yeah. And I do. It like does like dip that. into that, doesn't it? so when it's like more upbeat oh my god maybe it's like because it's more upbeat folky and like it's fun yeah that's great sounds like it has like irish music sound to it (laughs) not necessarily trad but the sort of like hudson taylor-y vibes yeah isn't it i hear that yeah i know what you mean like 2012 irish youtube music yeah nothing about that yeah it's that's yeah. very <laughs> like only irish listeners will be like oh yeah true like like orla gartland yeah. hudson taylor that sort of yes match. i hear Where that. story of my life doesn't that. sound like that so maybe maybe that's why yeah but i am a hater and hopefully other people listening to this episode are also haters of this song so that i know that i'm not alone i'm sure you're not there's got to yeah. be someone here who yeah. doesn't I'm sure Harry Casey would have hated it if he was here, you know? Mm. If he was with us. I, I, I feel like the Harry Casey would might be, be a fan of this one for some reason. I don't know if I have anything else to say about the song. I liked it. Um, it charted pretty well. If, if anybody cares about the charts, it went to number one in Ireland and it was their fourth number one here. 
peaked at number two in the UK and peaked at number six in the US. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I think it's good. It's like a song that I haven't got sick of hearing. Yeah, same. You know, there's some One Direction singles that I was like, I don't know, or just like songs in general where you're just like, oh my God, not this one again. Like I got that really with Live While We're Young after we did oh, that yeah. episode. I was like, fuck I that song actually. That yeah. But with this song, like I put it on today and I um, had my Spotify set on like repeat song. And so it kept coming on and I was like, I think <laughs> I'm okay with this. Yeah, I would be too. I like Storm My Life again. I think it's one of their strongest singles. Yeah. And- it's lyrically great to me anyway <laughs> yeah I like mm-hmm. yeah I think that it's like a like nice death that they weren't putting out in their singles before because most of their singles was just like the poppy stuff that they weren't writing on and maybe that's why they chose this one because it was a ballad and they had written and they were trying to prove something that's not I guess true, though, actually, thinking about it. like this is the most like like this is this would be the first single where I would expect people other than their fans to take them seriously from it right so yeah like before this i'd be like oh this is for the fans like whereas like this one i'm like oh they're trying to reach further now yeah and it really sounds quite different from all of the other singles they put out like if all you ever heard was the singles and then you hear this you're like okay wait they can do a whole other thing as well yeah, then maybe you might album. actually go wait let me buy this album at that time i guess <laughs> lol I was growing up, Story of My Life was my <laughs> go-to karaoke song, too. So she's so special. No way! Excellent! Aww. I thought I was so good. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this would be actually a really good karaoke song. Yeah, I just liked the, I don't know, the shouting high note kind of thing. I thought I could... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You were like in your Kurt Hummel moment, or your Blaine Anderson <laughs> exactly. moment there. What would be the best One Direction song to do for karaoke? That has now opened that door in my brain. Girl Almighty. Girl Almighty. such a fucking good song. That would be such a good karaoke song. No one else watching would know what the fuck you're singing. But you'd have fun. You'd have fun. God, I love that song so much. Why is it so far away? God, like, I just want to be doing four so bad. I feel like I'm going to say that every episode, but I just love four. (laughs) I want to be doing four so bad. That's going to be a good one to do. Like, that album is fun. Yeah. We'll get there. Mm -hmm. There is some really good stuff on this album, though. Is there good karaoke songs in this album? This is the karaoke Mm. album. Maybe. Little Black Dress. Oh, my God. (laughs) Little Black Dress. Yes. So... Ali, I feel like I know what you're going to say to this question, but story of my life, is it a bop or a flop? For 1D and where it got them and where it needed to be, I say bop. Me personally, I say flop. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, see, that's very interesting. Well, Jasmine, what do you think? Bop or a flop? I think it's a bop in every corner. She's checking all my boxes. And I would agree. Thank you. I'm at number And do you know what I forgot to mention in the when we were doing the little 1D news? And that is a flop. Oh, no. People who went to Harry Styles one night only in London and just stood and recorded the whole thing when I would have been there having a good time dancing, shaking my ass. And instead, I wasn't there at all. Oh no, that's not fair. It's so sad. Literally every video I've seen that was taken from the balcony, it's just everyone on the floor is just on their phone. I'm like, guys, like everyone there is probably going to tour anyway. Spoiler alert, it was worse at tour. So I'm like, put your phone away for this. Like you're you're part of like what four thousand people that are gonna get to Yeah, that's true. Just put the phone away. There'll be a photographer there. You'll get to look at pictures from the night. Like there's this one girl on my for you page flat all day and she in the like in her caption and in the comments is like, yeah, I queued all day and I have 4K video of the whole concert. So I'm like, you queued all day to just stand and take a video like you could have been having a good time. And like, I'm sure people have a good time anyway, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. can you just, like- put out a documentary with clips from it anyway? Like, and 
your 4k is not going to be as good as his 4k yeah <laughs> yeah oh, especially like you say because it's one night only it would have been fun to just go and enjoy like the album top to bottom live because yeah, he's not going to do that ever again so like yeah, yeah it's such a one-of-a-kind gig and mm-hmm. it just made me sad because I was jealous that I couldn't go and then I was like you wasted the opportunity me and Ethan are in our bitter and jealous era right now so yeah Sorry, no Tristan, you were there and had fun. That's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a friend of the podcast, Lauren, sent me this TikTok um, of this couple in the balcony. And let me get the exact... I've seen it. Oh, my God. I had my phone on full volume and it just switched from my AirPods being on this to on my phone. So I just got oh. a tap by tiktok when i opened it there anyway Jess, the yeah, send me this. <laughs> maybe they're nothing to matilda but it goes <laughs> Jess texted me and goes when did we get to the point of just randomly videoing couples you don't know what harry styles weirdo behavior i've seen a video on tiktok as well where it was actually kind of funny it's probably viral so you might have seen it where and someone was videoing their friend and they were like twerking to Matilda and then in the background there's just a girl sobbing (laughs) (laughs) oh my god why does one twerk to Matilda or how (laughs) coping mechanisms coping mechanisms I guess so they were a Leo (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. But yeah, good for you if you were at Ono, but also not good for you. And I hate yeah. you. I wanted to go to the one in New York, but <sighs> it did not happen. No. Where and are there you was... in America? Which state yeah. are you in? I currently live in Indiana, but in a few months I'm moving to LA. Oh my so amazing! Wow. Yeah, very different. Oh my god, exciting! Mm-hmm. Yeah, which he's playing there a lot. So who knows when I'm going to oh, see right enough. Yeah, he's playing like 25 million dates. Million dates. So yeah. You'll see him. Crazy. I don't oh, know. You'll definitely it, get but... to go. You'll yeah. definitely get in. You'll get in. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. For sure. Just stand yeah, there's that many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brittany Broski will arrive and throw tickets at you. <laughs> oh my God, no, because her meeting him, I can't. I cried. Like good for some other people living your dreams. <laughs> that was the best thing to ever happen. I was yeah, so- I was loving it. I'm dying for her. She still hasn't uh, posted anything about it yet. And people, I keep seeing like her Instagram comments. People are like on Twitter, and she's like, I can't talk about it yet. I'm processing. I know <laughs> that's so understandable. Fair. Yeah. Um. So I guess. The only thing left to do is one thing. Um, so this is our little. Carry I don't know why. Time. Yeah, I don't know why I've started like singing those because when we did the episode with Jess, I kept singing it as well. So I will say silly goofy mood. I guess I guess I'm just feeling silly and goofy. But yeah, this is the little moment that we're gonna tell you guys. What's popping in our lives at the minute? What we're enjoying consuming. Um, Ali, do you want to kick us off? Sure. Um, I can't remember if I already said this one. Um, but mine is Monoskin's new song, Supermodel. Oh. And I think I, I, I did my Harry's house thing today, right? Where you <clears throat> open your Spotify and you get the house and you've objects in it. And I sent it to Aoife and mine still has like, three things but then I was like do you know what as much as I should be listening to Harry Styles as, as much as I do I think I've listened to this song more than anything Harry has released <laughs> so I think maybe this song is the reason why I don't have a full house because it's all so of funny. It's a banger. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to it go listen and maybe like I go watch their Eurovision performance of it because it was class yeah they're great and you love them and they're really they just are actually class and their styling is so good like I just saw a photo of them at the Elvis premiere and they look great and what a great gig for them to get on that soundtrack I was like good for you good for you oh I did see that they were on the soundtrack that's huge for them yeah it's huge like wow 
now there's their stylist is just wow like harry lambert can get fucked like the man of skin, they are <laughs> laying like yeah what was I harry wearing on the today show what was that? oh my Sorry. god my grandma called me about that <laughs> she's like <laughs> Do you see harry on the today show what is he wearing i was like oh, it was so bad oh, yeah like I, I like that he's in his comfort era and he's just like in his little Adidas runners and his little t-shirts. But I'm just like, look at your fans. They put in so much effort. They do. This and fashion he's show hair. Like 10,000 euro t-shirt. And just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harry Lambert's fired in my books. But um, yeah. Maniskin stylist is not. They're very much employed. Yeah. So. <laughs> good on that. I think like seventy five percent of me like in Maniskin is just because I I love what they wear because obviously I only know the words their songs that are in English. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So, but aesthetics is a big part of getting into people. You know, the like aesthetics is what got me into the nineteen seventy five, and now yeah. I still love them. Oh, so yeah. I saw they had like a video in black and white, and I was like, wait, tell me more, and then. Now it's reason to <laughs> And now I'm here, here today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's your one thing. Jasmine, what's your one thing? Okay, so the one thing that I wanted to kind of like bring here that's been on my mind lately is Little Megs, their final show. Ah, no, oh, stop. I'll cry. I'll cry. I literally cry looking at it all <laughs> Uh, Little Mix's final show, uh, it's rocking me to the core. I cannot believe they're on hiatus now. So that's kind of my little thought I offer yeah. you today. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, like I didn't, it was really funny. Where were, oh, it was when we were in Paris, Ali, and they were playing their final show then, was it? Or they I were getting ready so. to, or I just yeah. have been getting a lot of TikToks of that tour and they were crying so much and I was crying at all of them. And yeah. I was like, I didn't think I was a big Little Mix fan. And then I started listing off like everything about them to Ali. And I was like, I yeah. guess that I have I was by like, accident a been fan. a Little Mix fan for well, 10 like, years. And now I'm like really sad. And they're all just so lovely about it. And it's, oh, yeah, yeah, oh my God. It was hard to watch them like do that because they clearly have so much love for what they did. Yeah. Um, they're very nostalgic for me. I grew up a little mix when I was a little bit younger. Um, so watching them close that chapter was a lot for me. Yeah. <laughs> through it. It's like, oh, I've grown so, up. Like, yeah. yeah. Did you watch, because I know that they streamed it. Did you watch the stream of it? I did. I watched, well, I missed the beginning of it because I wasn't home, but then I did get to catch like the last few songs and their like final nice. bow, which was so emotional. Oh. Um, their debut album, DNA, is like, I. that's when they, like the one time that they came here for whatever reason for album promo. Yeah, yeah of course, because they got really fucked yeah. over, didn't they? Yeah, I think like that they, it's probably yeah. because Simon Kyle then had Fifth Harmony and he went, I've got America and a girl band I don't oh, need yeah. probably what it was which sucks for them because they little mix should have had it all and it feels like only like the gays and the girls in america like no exactly or like people who were one direction stands like me because then like i heard about them because of that and then it yeah there so yeah it does suck that they never came here and performed like a real concert but on their music and so it was really special to see the last show i love the thing that they did as well where like um, I've seen TikToks about it where they like text fans saying like stay back after the final curtain and then they did like another few songs or whatever. Yeah. I was like, that's so oh, nice. That's cool. I didn't know they did that. Special thing. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it. on the stream, I think, but they like all came out in March and they sang Between Us again, I think. Mm-hmm. Which is like so for Ali for Context Between Us is like their history. Oh. do you know what I mean I think that the lyrics have like a bunch of song titles in it and stuff and it's like really cute and they cried singing it every night of the tour and I cried watching all the TikToks of them doing it oh, <laughs> that so sad I can't imagine yeah like edition. yeah can't imagine a band going on hiatus and like being upset about it because we just <laughs> had One Direction being like get it over with um oh my god well yeah. fun story my one thing is also about a band we all match today oh my gosh look at that yeah my one thing this week and every week is Muna. <laughs> i love Muna. every week 
<laughs> I just love them. They are the best gift that Harry Styles has ever given me because they opened for him on live on tour whenever I saw him in Glasgow and I was like, who is this? And they're just fantastic. And they've got a new album coming out in June. So they've been like dropping singles like pretty frequently for the past while. And they had been on like a big label and then over COVID got dropped. And now they're signed by Phoebe Bridger's label. Mm -hmm. They were the first person that she signed when she started that label. And so now she looks after them, I guess. And she's doing a great job and they are doing a great job and everything that they release is great. And I love them. So everybody should listen to Muna. That's always like really cool though. Like when you go to a show and end up really liking the opener, that's yeah. like, really, like a cool way to find new music. Thank yeah. you, One Direction, for five sauce. No, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the best opener of all time. Yeah, they probably what? were. So good. Yeah. That was life changing. You had to be yeah. there. You just had to be yeah. there. Yeah. Oh my God. <sighs> Who else is like a really good opener? I feel like I've been so lucky with things that I've seen Paramore open for Green Day. <gasps> really? Yeah, that's that was in Marty Park, huge. Dublin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, are these bands not equally as big as each other? I'm pretty sure Joan Jett was also there, but we got there late, so we missed we missed her. Um, that's mad. Who else? Who I think I saw Yumi at Six open for Paramore when they were both really oh, big yeah, in like 2012. Happened. Yeah, it feels like that was big at that moment. Paramore always have good opener. I feel. Yeah, they oh also B open for Paramore. That was crazy. <laughs> what a time! That was. A oh strange. my god! Yeah. Wow. Wow! I saw Twenty One Pilots open for All Time Low. I know they're cancelled now, but like, that was a bit iconic. Oh yeah, I remember that drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, we love a good opener. Thank well done, opening acts, <laughs> specifically well Moon and Five Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was the story of our lives. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, and thank you, Jasmine, so much for coming on. This has been so lovely. Yeah, thank you for having me. I love it. I love the concept. It's really cool. Aww. yeah usually harry is here to also ground us because that's like our gig is like me and ali are longtime stands and harry is just like a guy that i'm friends with <laughs> <laughs> and so like he like kind of consumes pop culture like uh, he keeps really up to date with it but like in a cynical enough way that i was like wait that would be a really fun balance for a podcast so it's fun because we'll start like whenever we were talking about the demos that leaked the other week we were all being like this one's so good and he was like these are all really bad you're just biased (laughs) and I was like this is why we keep you around (laughs) that is so good I love that dynamic though like the two stands and then just like someone else who can be like okay well let's think about this like yeah yeah um so our wherever you are out there working your job and whatever you do people who have real jobs I'm an actor so I don't have like a real job so people who have real jobs like Harry I don't know what you do but I hope you're well <laughs> I hope you're well um anyway Jasmine where can people find you and your content online <laughs> Uh, you can watch my YouTube videos um, on youtube.com slash Jasmine Zaid and all my social medias are just Jasmine Zaid. So come follow me. And I'm at Aoife Brown 7 on Twitter and Instagram. A-O-I-F-E B-R-O-W-N-E 7. And, Ali, and I'm Fizzy Ali, which is Fizzy F-I-Z-Z-Y Ali spelled A-L-L-I-E and I'm the same username on everything. And you can also follow the podcast at Midnight Mems Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Are we the same yeah. on all of them? Yeah, we are. Midnight. I Mems think that we Pod. are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that by the time this podcast is coming out or this episode, it will probably be gearing up to go on Love on Tour, which I can't believe is so soon. Oh God, I'm, literally I'm literally gonna, gonna like. Crazy. I'm literally gonna like piss all over my bed. Sorry if that's oh, graphic, God, but it's true. Oh, yeah, it's 
<laughs> I hope you guys have the best time. My show is amazing. You're gonna, it's, it's, it's like, I can't, like, now that it's so close, I'm actually like, I'm just gonna die. And we've had to, like, come to an agreement that if anybody passes out, we're not moving. We're just gonna be like, she's gonna wake up. She's fine. I'm not prepared. But it's gonna be great. And we're gonna like make loads of content. So follow us on TikTok. We're gonna like do little vlogs and stuff on there for it. This episode comes out literally like what two days before we go. Oops. No way. A bit late on the upload. That week that we're going. Stop. And like spoiler alert, the guests on the next episode are Laurel and Izzy. So we mm. can all get hyped together. Or I was like, should we record it all in person together? But in that person, might be yeah, like that That's could fun. be really fun, and yeah. but also we might get blackout drunk. <laughs> the <other person. laughs> the or, last time we had them on, they were so much fun. So I can't wait to have them back on again next week. But last time we had them Jasmine, on, and they are that fangirl life podcast. Oh, oh yeah, wait, I've both, heard of that as well. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of and that. And so they, yeah, we had them on, but then we were playing a game or something, and halfway through, Harry's internet cut out. And we were waiting for him to come back. But in the time it took for him to like sort his internet out and come back, me, Ali, Laurel and Izzy had all got really drunk. Oh um, my God. Because like, this was over lockdown. Thing. We used to do this and like a drink while we did it. But now we're like more professional and we just drink water when we do it. Um, but oh my God, wait, let's do that. Let's have one for, for old time's sake. Let's get rotten drunk. <laughs> And talk about oh midnight God. memories. Fun. Okay. Good gear, good gear. Okay. Amazing. Thank you again, Jasmine, for coming on. And listener, I hope you look forward to listening to us, Laurel and Izzy. Get really drunk. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> well, none of that happened. Sorry. <laughs>